Welcome to the Fantasy NBA Today podcast. I promised you a Damian Lillard show and a Damian Lillard show you shall have. Welcome to this very special quick hitter, probably 10 to 15 minute episode of Fantasy NBA Today. I'm your host, Dan Baspris. This is a Sports Ethos presentation. This episode is dedicated entirely to the abdominal injury currently being suffered. It's a very passive tense way to express it by Damian Lillard, all-star point guard for the Portland Trail Blazers. What I've done over the last couple of days, because we like to dive right into the weeds, is try to figure out using Twitter polls, yeah, I know, it's not. it's an imperfect method, whether or not Damian Lillard is fantasy tradable right now and what his value actually is in the minds of fantasy players. What I'm not going to do on this show is tell you what you need to do because every league is different. Every team within every league is different. If you're sitting comfortably in first place and you've been missing Dame for parts of the season anyway, your situation is quite different then if you're in seventh place, three games back of a playoff spot, and you're sitting on Damian Lillard. And conversely, on the flip side of all of this stuff, if you don't have Dame, what if you're way out in first place and you don't have Dame? What if you're in sixth place hanging on by a thread and you don't feel like your team has enough to get up and over the hump? What if you're in sixth place, you're hanging on by a thread because a bunch of your other guys are injured? There's so many different spots a team can be in right now that what you guys need to do is take the information that I'm about to provide to you and apply it to your situation. Does that make sense? Basically what I'm saying is like, look, if you're in a head to head league and you're in, you know, first place and you have Dame on your team, you have a bit more leeway than If you're not, and if you're in first place and you don't have Dame on your team, you don't have that great of an incentive to go roll the dice on someone. That's head-to-head. What about Roto? Where games cap matters. Where playoff games don't really matter. And because of some of those differences, I tried to word the polls that I put out in such a way that we'd be able to get a certain amount of data from it. So let's start on the head-to-head side because I think more of you actually play head-to-head despite the fact that I've been pushing Roto on you for years now on this podcast. The question I asked was, in head-to-head leagues, what is the highest-ranked player? There were there were four polls in total, two of them for head-to-head, two of them for Roto. In head-to-head, what is the highest-ranked player you'd give up to acquire Damian Lillard? So that's the the poll on the side of what would you pay to get Dame on your team if you don't currently have him. And then on the flip side, on the head-to-head thing, we also ran a poll basically saying what is the lowest-priced player you'd take back to unload Damian Lillard right now. And this was really interesting. Because the fear when I started this was that there just wouldn't be a whole lot of overlap. 
I didn't even put the first round on this board because no one's paying a first rounder for Damon. You can't possibly expect to get a first rounder back. People that are thinking about selling Damian Lillard right now, 9%, only 9% expect a second rounder coming back. Sorry, excuse me. Only 9% would give up a second rounder to go get him. So you're not getting a second rounder if you're thinking about trying to sell him, which is interesting because on the other side, 14% of Damian Lillard uh, rosterers, I don't like to use the term owners, 14% of the teams that have Dame right now are expecting a second rounder back. So I have bad news for that 14%. You're not getting a second rounder back because only 9% of folks said they'd even consider giving up a second rounder. 24% of respondents said that they would give up a third rounder to get Dame right now. That's a non-zero number. You're talking about almost a quarter of the voting populace. And what's cool is that 28% of Dame teams said that they would sell Lillard for a third rounder. Twenty, sorry, 32% said they would give up a fourth rounder to get Damian Lillard. And 35% said they wouldn't go any higher than the top 50. I have bad news for you guys. Most folks are not giving up Dame for something outside the top 50. 23%. So it's out there. I mean, again, it's a non-zero number. But very few, less than one out of every four teams with Dame that's looking to sell would be willing to take someone back in the 50 or above range. The meaty midsection, all of this, where I think a lot of it meets, is in that second, or sorry, that third and fourth round chunk. Where people that are selling Dame, that third and fourth round chunks takes up about 63 or so percent, 63% say they'd be willing to take back either a third or fourth rounder. And 56% said they would give up a third or fourth rounder to go get him. You have a couple ways you can play this if you're on either side of the fence. If you're looking to get Damian Lillard, I think I'd start with someone right around 50 and very slowly work my way up the board. So look at the guys on your roster. See if you can find anyone ranked anywhere near number 50. I mean, the, the, the stars have to align a little bit. You have to have the right ranked guy. Like Julius Randle is 52, but he's been better lately. That's not right. That's by totals. Get out of here with totals. Uh, Julius Randle's been worse than that. Um, Derek White has been better than that. He's ranked around 50. Evan Mobley is around 50. Desmond Bain, Malcolm Brogdon, Mo Bamba. Al Horford, 42. Anthony Edwards, 39. Dame is 38, oddly enough, but, you know, we're going to treat him as though he's, you know, the old Dame. I think the reason that you might even get anybody listed outside the top 50 is that someone like a Luka is at 54. It's hard to part with someone that is a pivotal piece of your team, especially like a Luka, where you've sort of built a team around what he does. 
But someone like a Desmond Bain, who's just been really, really good in a lot of different categories, that's one where you didn't build your team around him. He's just been super helpful in, like, almost all nine cats, or, like, better, average or ever so slightly better than average in all nine, pretty much. That's the Desmond Bain way. Those are the kind of guys you could give up right now because their ranks are really nice, but they're not great at any one category. They're good at many. Now, if you're looking to get something back for Dame, I think, you know, you start probably in the 25 range, which is where that big window kicks off. John Collins, DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, Lonzo, you're not going to get Levine, Lonzo Ball, Tyrese Halliburton. And you work your way very slowly the other direction. Because you have right now about probably a week, maybe a little bit less than that, call it about five days to actually make this thing happen if you're going to move on him or move off of Dame. So I would say start shotgunning offers. If you're in a head-to-head league, if you're trying to sell Dame, spend, I think, Yahoo, you can put out six trades at a time. Ask for six guys in the 25 to, to 32 window. Just pick your six favorites. Six guys from 25 to 35. As soon as one gets rejected, you go to the next guy down the board. And you got to be diligent as hell. And on the other side, if you're trying to acquire Dame, start with someone like around 60 and throw out offers with any of your guys on your team that are ranked between 60 and 50. I mean, you know, you're probably... It's easier, I think, to buy on Dame because you're just you're talking to one team as opposed to selling because you're going to be talking to the other 11. If you're buying on Dame, talk to the guy who has him and just start throwing names out there. Hey, I've got Terry Rozier. You want Terry... I got Tobias Harris. You want Tobias? I got... Uh, Derek White, you want Derek White? So work your way up the board, and I don't know, you probably only have two or three guys that are ranked between uh, 35 and 60, so start on the lower end and very slowly work your way up. Begrudgingly, you got there's a, a game to be played here. On the Roto side, the numbers are actually a little bit different, as we expected they would be, because there's a games cap, so... Getting him back, I think most people believe Dame is going to come back and play a little bit more this year, but I think most people also think he's going to shut it down before the season's done, which makes him a really tough guy to have in head-to-head and a much easier guy to roster in Roto because, you know, you get 25 games or whatever it is the rest of the way. It doesn't matter when they happen. 25 games of Dame putting up top 15 or whatever it might be, that's extraordinarily valuable. On a games cap league, you're using up your games played on a big producer, someone who pushes that ball forward. So, and we'll work through the numbers a tiny bit faster here since you guys kind of get the format. There's a ton of overlap on the Roto thing. So Roto, games cap, what is the lowest ranked player you'd take back? Meaning, what would you be willing to receive for Dame. What would you be willing to receive for Damian Lillard? And it's pretty much spread spread across the board. And very interestingly here, fewer people were outside the top 50. It dropped from 23% down to closer to 20. It's not a giant shift, but it's a market one. Much higher, I think this is the really big thing, is that that 36 to 50, basically the fourth round, that number dropped precipitously. So if you want to split this thing on inside the first three rounds versus outside the first three rounds, in head-to-head, 
the lowest ranked player someone would take back was much lower. Outside the top three rounds, fourth round and beyond, was about 59%, 58, 59% of people would be willing to take someone outside the top 35. In Roto, only 50%, dropped by 10% of people would be willing to take someone outside the top 35. A full 10% of folks expected whoever they got coming back to be inside the first three rounds. And most notably, there was a 7% spike of people that wouldn't take anything lower than a second rounder back. So if you're looking to go get Dame on the Roto side, you're probably going to have to start not at 60, but probably at 50 or even 45 if you want to make this thing work. On the opposite end of this thing, if you're trying to unload Dame on a Roto side, you're probably going to have to change your expectations. This is it. what I'm seeing from these numbers and what you'll hear in a moment is that it's probably going to be harder to pull off a Dame trade in Roto because the folks that have him are content with just getting whatever games they can and the folks that don't don't really want to shake things up all that much. The highest-ranked player that folks would give up to go get Dame in a Roto format was still very heavily in that third to fourth round range. A full 39% of respondents said fourth round is what they'd give up. So folks that in, in Roto that are thinking about selling him are expecting someone in the third round and folks that are attempting to buy on Dame are only willing to give up the fourth round. So I don't think you're going to see that many Roto trades involving Dame, Damian Lillard. I don't think the overlap is nearly as significant as on the head-to-head side, which we just talked about, where pretty much everybody agrees, if you're going to trade for Dame right now, you don't need to give up anything inside the top 40. And if you're trying to get rid of him, you kind of can't expect anything inside the top 40. Guys in that 35 to 55 range are going to get moved for Dame on the head-to-head side. In Roto, someone selling him wants a top 25, and someone buying him still only wants to give up a top 40. That's a, I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but that's a pretty big gap. What does all of this data mean when it's rolled together? Well, if you're in a head-to-head league and you feel like taking a plunge, start at number 60 and work your way up the board. If you're in a Roto league, probably just sit still. And kind of don't waste your time on it. Unless you just want to get wild, see if the Dame, the team with Dame is willing to part with, you know, number 40 or 45. Maybe you get lucky. But all in all, it's probably not going to be worth your time. What would I do? In a Roto League, I would give up a top 40 guy for him. I'd probably give up a top 35. In head-to-head, I think I'm probably avoiding. I'm not going to buy on him. I don't have the stomach for it. And if I'm trying to get rid of him, I wait until somebody offers me that top 40, that top 35, and I take it. Because Dame's not going to be worth very much to your team when he's not playing down the stretch. No ads on today's show, or, uh, well, there will be one that gets automatically inserted by our host provider. But no promos on today's show. You guys know the four places we work with. It's Manscaped. It's ExpressVPN.com. Uh, it is my bookie, and it is Thrive Fantasy. Hope you guys enjoyed this very special Damian Lillard trade show. We'll be back on Monday with Reverse Chronological Lightning Round. I am at Dan Bespris on Twitter. This is Fantasy NBA Today. Yeah.
still the same show, even though it's a special. The Dame Show! So long, everybody. <laughs>